What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about what to do with negative people in your life. Now, before I get into today's episode, I want to let you guys know that I'm coming at you guys from my new podcast studio. Huh? Cool. I'm excited about it. Me and Nick Shaper just spent the last couple hours setting this up. And uh, this is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. This was actually some inspiration that I got from my best friend and business partner, Cole Silva. As soon as he moved into the house next door, Cole does not take any breaks and he doesn't do anything light. So Cole moved into the house next door and within the same like week, he had somebody spray painting his office and designing his office. And I was like, man, I'm like, I feel like I am sleeping on this. So I've been a little bit behind the game. It's taken me a little bit longer than I would have liked to actually like do set up the podcast studio, but we're here. It's set up and, uh, and I'm super excited. And guys, today we're going to be talking about negative people. And my definition of a negative person is somebody who's in your life who is dragging you down. And I think that there's three different classifications for negative people. So walk with me. I think there's negative people who are strangers. I think there's negative people who are family. And I think there's negative people who are friends. And I think every single one of these like types of individuals need to I would say like there's a different classification for how to handle them. And so the first thing we're going to talk about is how to handle negative strangers. How many of you have ever had the experience of posting something on social media and some dumb fuck that you don't know comments something on your post that's completely off base? How many ever experienced that? Somebody who has absolutely no idea about you and your story comes to your social media and starts absolutely spewing negativity and just like letting all of their emotions out towards you. And, and like, it's blatantly obvious that it's coming from a place of insecurity. How many of you guys have ever experienced that? Now, I'm going to be honest. Back in the day, when I first started my online coaching business, this used to really bother me. And when somebody would comment on my post, I would feel like I was doing something wrong. Like, I would feel like I was like a fraud. I would feel like, you know, if somebody's like, you're a loser, you're a fraud, this doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Like, I would take that personally, and I would almost feel the need to explain myself or defend myself. How many of you experienced that? I'm like, oh, I just want to prove to this person that, you know, I'm not a fake or I want to prove to this person that I do in fact know what I'm talking about or I want to prove to this person. And like, I think we get caught up and we basically like want to, we want to like defend ourselves and we want to like show, you know, what we're talking about. We want to prove our worth to strangers that we don't know on the internet. And before I talk about how to handle these situations, I need to talk about the fact that if you get triggered from a stranger on the internet commenting on your post, that has everything to do with you and nothing to do with them. Because they can't make you feel your emotions. And I'm talking about like, even if somebody comes to my social media and is straight up racist towards me, the way that I react says more about me than it does about them. And so if you get triggered negatively by people that are calling you a fraud or a fake or, you know, that you don't know what you're talking about or this exercise isn't right or, you know, this doesn't make sense, you're stupid, you don't have the experience, you're too fat to be a trainer, whatever it is, if you get triggered, that has everything to do with you and nothing to do with them. And so the first step is like the recognizing and being aware of the fact that like if somebody talks negatively about you and it triggers you, the reason it would trigger you is because you feel that way about yourself. Otherwise, it wouldn't affect you. On some level, you feel that way about yourself. If you get triggered negatively, on some level, you do think you're too fat to be a trainer. You do think you don't have the experience because they might be saying things to you, but your reaction is a reflection of you. And so step number one is just the awareness that if somebody's talking negatively about you or towards you and you get triggered, that says more about you than it does about them, all right? Now, what do we do with these situations, right? Let's talk about this isolated incident first. 
If you get triggered negatively from people commenting on your social media posts, this first thing that you need to do is start to work on your own self-worth. And you need to work on the areas that you believe that you are weak. And so if it's like, let's talk about the too fat to be a trainer thing. If you honestly think you're too fat to be a trainer, that sounds to me like you've got some mindset work to do. Like if you get super triggered by that, that sounds to me like you've got to work on your own mindset. You've got to work on the perception that you have of yourself. And let's be fucking honest. If you are at a point where you let yourself go a little bit, maybe you get back on your fitness journey and you actually fucking commit instead of like pointing the finger at somebody else and being like, oh, like you're an asshole for like saying that to me. Like, okay, cool. I'm going to take that and I'm going to run and strike. If I get super triggered negatively about it, it says more about me than it does about them. So step number one is to work on your self-worth and understand that like your own feelings aren't things that other people can make you feel. Develop a bulletproof mindset and understand that like you do have the knowledge, you do have the awareness, like you are powerful and like that knowledge and that awareness, it doesn't matter what people say about you because you're good with you. If you're truly good with you and you're good with the person that you see in the mirror, it doesn't fucking matter what they say about you. So how do we handle these people on social media? I'm going to be honest. There's been a bunch of different approaches I've taken over the years. You know, and back in the day, what I used to do is I used to just block people because I'm like, if you're going to be that negative towards me, if somebody's like a 10 out of 10 negative towards me and they're like, they're like, you're a scam. Like, as an example, I posted a video recently talking about how I'm making $6 million a year. And it all started when I was involving and uh, somebody commented on the video and they're like, there's no fucking way. Like you're a fucking liar. It's very obvious, blatantly obvious. You're a scumbag piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Like some people are so negative and wrapped up in their own perception of reality that it's impossible for them to see anything outside of themselves. All right. So that's the truth for some people. And so if somebody's like a 10 out of 10 negative, like dink, I will block them. But I would say, let's be honest. Like when people comment on your social media posts, it's very good for you because the way that the algorithm works is the algorithm is going to show your content when people are commenting on your social media posts. So if somebody's between like a level six and a level nine, I fucking poke back straight up. I say something that like is almost like makes them angrier, but I do it with love. I'm like, somebody's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. I'm like, dude, I literally hope you have the best day of your entire life because he's going to read that and he's going to be like, fuck this guy. And then he's going to come at me again and comment on my stuff. And what people don't realize is when they're hating on you on social media, they're commenting on your posts. They're actually helping you because the more that they comment on your posts, the more that it helps your content. And so like, they're actually helping you. And even, even motherfuckers that talk shit about you, that talk shit about who you are as a person. Let's say that like you find out through the grapevine that somebody's talking smack about you, right? Whatever. Those motherfuckers are actually doing you a favor too because they're talking about you. And if they're talking about you, they're spreading awareness of you and you're on people's minds. And whether or not it's like a good or a bad thing, being on people's minds is a fucking good thing. So what do you do? 10 out of 10 dick, you block. Between six and a nine out of 10, I would engage. And I would comment back. And the key here is like not to get like wrapped up in it. Because if you start commenting back and then they say something that fucking triggers you, then if they're not a 10 out of 10 dick, what I'll do is I'll press the restrict button on Instagram. And with the restrict button on Instagram, they won't see that you've restricted them, but they also won't be able to comment on your videos or your posts and other people won't see them. So my move is 10 out of 10 dick, block below 10 out of 10, I'll restrict. So like, they can still see my content because honestly, like, if you dislike me that much, I want you to continue to see my stuff. I think it's funny. Oh, you don't like that I have a gym and I'm successful and I have a Lamborghini and I'm super happy? Cool, I'm gonna make sure that you can see all my content, but you can't comment. That's how I feel. Okay, so stranger on the internet. That's like the move. If it triggers you, it says more about you. Work on yourself, work on your mindset, 
work on like you, right? And if they're like what to do, if they're a 10 out of 10 block, they're between six and nine, I would engage. And if you start getting triggered, I would restrict. Because if you get triggered from engaging with these individuals and it like affects you negatively, then that's like a waste of your time. But if you can comment back and not get wrapped up in it, that's actually a good thing because it's gonna push your content more. Is everybody with me so far? What to do with the dinkuses? All right, so remember, there's three levels. We've got strangers, we've got friends, and we've got family. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you, and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business, and I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Let's talk about friends. When I say friends, what I really mean is the people that are in your life right now that are holding you back. Who here has a friend that every single time they talk to their friend, they literally feel drained at the end of the conversation? You like go talk to your homie and you leave and you're like, fuck. You literally feel drained, like energetically zapped, energetically tapped. How many of you have a friend that you feel like that, right? Guys. Again, I'm going to talk about you and I'm going to talk about them. If you're consciously spending time with people that drain your energy, that zap your energy, that take away your vitality, if you're constantly spending time with people and you know that they're draining your energy, it says more about you than it does about them. Your self-worth is so low that you're willing to compromise your core values to hang out with somebody that is negatively affecting you because you don't want to be alone. And you'd rather have somebody's company who's holding you back than to be on your own and work towards your goals. It's a self-worth issue, straight up. You're not willing to have a hard conversation or cut people out. It's because you have low self-worth. You don't value yourself. You don't value your time. I value my time so much that if you're negative and you're in my life, it's like, I'll tell you what my my role is. But like my level of self-respect is so high that I refuse to allow anybody to hold me back. And so let's talk about how I implement this with my friends. If I have a friend that's in my life that is negative, my like, and it's a constant recurring pattern. The first move that I make is that I'm like, I work towards letting them know that I'm not feeling as good as I want to. So I'm like, listen, I'm not, I'm not very happy with where we're at right now. And I'm not very happy. could be like, I'm not very happy because of the way that things are going. I'm not very happy because of this conversation. I'm just not happy with the way that our relationship is progressing. I'm not very happy right now. And I'll let them know and I'll draw a boundary. Step number one is I draw a boundary. I'm like, listen, I know that you're going through a hard time, but like you need to work on this because like this is holding you back and it's holding me back. And consistently dealing with the same issue over and over again and not being willing to deal with it or consistently having these same problems, like we need to figure this out. So like, like what can I do to help? So the first thing I'll do is I'll reach out and I'm like, I'll draw a boundary and ask how I can help. And we'll work towards a solution together because friends shouldn't let friends be negative. Friends should help each other. So step number one is I'll reach out and I'll offer help. Boundary and help. Step number two is it's more of a, more of like a, this is a hard boundary now. Like bro, we've been having the same conversation for the last fucking year now. Sometimes it's longer. Sometimes a lot of you guys stay in negative friendships and relationships for way fucking longer than you should. 
we've been having the same talk over and over and over again. And I'm getting to a point where I'm like super frustrated and I can no longer tolerate this behavior, right? And step number three, if you have negative friends in your life is you need to be willing to cut them out. And this is one of the hardest things that you guys will ever have to do. And I've cut out homies that I've been friends with since I was 14. But just because you were a part of my past doesn't mean you get to be a part of my future. And that might sound savage because it fucking is. And I'm not in this to please you. I'm not in this to appease you. I'm in my life to achieve my fucking goals. I'm in my life to make a deep impact in the world. I'm in my life to reach my full potential. That's the purpose of my life. And if you as an individual do not add value to that and you're not contributing to my growth and happiness, it doesn't matter who you are. I will cut you out. I'll try to help you as much as I possibly can. And then I'll draw a hard boundary. And if you're unwilling to change your ways and your energy constantly drags me down, I'm going to cut you out straight up. That's the truth. How many of you have a friend that you can think about that is like that right now? How many of you guys have somebody in your life that's like that right now? An anchor, somebody that keeps you from being successful. We need to get super serious about who we surround ourselves with because who we surround ourselves with is who we become. Okay, so the third type of negative person that we can deal with is family. And family is a hard one because family is like not something you get to choose. You're born into it. And so what do you do if you're born into a family where everybody's negative, where everybody struggles with their, with their health? And no matter what you do or you say, people decide that they're not ready to change. My answer is very fucking simple. It's not cut them out because I think that's straight up savage unless you, you know, cutting them out would add value to your life. But it is significantly reduce the amount of time that you spend talking to them. I'm going to be straight because I think it's important that I'm transparent. I didn't talk to a lot of people in my family for like three or four years. Not because I'm a dick, but because there was parts of me that I needed to heal in order for me to have a relationship with them. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I had a very traumatic upbringing. Five different kids, four different dads. Mom had me when she was 17. I felt like every year I was calling a new person dad. There's a lot of like trauma that I had to process there. And processing that trauma while still being around those triggers was very difficult for me. So I made the decision that I was going to cut them out for three to four years. And now, like at the place that I'm at now, 31 years old, I'm able to serve them on a level that I never would have been able to had I not cut them out. Like I just bought my grandma a brand new Toyota because I was able to separate myself from the situation that was triggering me so negatively. And because I was able to separate myself from that situation, what it gave me is it gave me the ability to level up and become a better version of myself. So the answer is to limit your time around them. Even people that you love, your mom, your brother, your sister, your dad, it doesn't fucking matter. Limit your time around them. If you're calling them, you know, three times a week, call them once a week and they will complain. You never call me anymore. I'm trying to fucking get it. We never talk on the phone anymore. I'm fucking grinding. You forgot this day. I'm fucking working. I got shit to do. I got goals to accomplish. I got a vision that I'm trying to make become a reality. And I only have one life. And at the end of my life, I'm dead. And so it's so important to me that I hit success that I'm willing to spend a lot less time talking about dumbass shit. If you're not adding value to my life, if you're not giving me value, if you're not stimulating me and helping me grow on a day-to-day basis, I'm not talking to you on a day-to-day basis. And that might sound savage, and it's because it is. I'm not trying to fucking please you. I'm trying to grow. Trying to make an impact. Trying to hit the next level. You got to be ruthless with who you allow in your life. Because the truth is, I think that, I talk about this a lot in my coaching program for online coaches, which 
by the way, if you're not a part of it, I talk about this in my coaching program a lot and the Change Lives Academy. And I like, I truly believe that the key to success is to keep yourself in a positive state of mind. And I'm actually live right now and I saw a sheep ass comment come in. So making 600K a year, but can't afford to talk to family. Oh, I'm actually making 600K a month and I can't afford to talk to family. But maybe you misheard the concept or maybe you misunderstood what I was saying. What I was saying is that like, if you're not successful in life and you're hanging out with people that are dragging you down, you're fucking missing the mark. And I understand if you're listening to this live stream and making 600K a month doesn't comprehend with your mind, but don't cast your negativity towards me because you've got your own insecurities. Sounds like a you problem. Got to cut them out. Or you can spend the rest of your life trying to please people, right? You can spend the rest of your life trying to, you know, keep people in your life because you've been homie since you were six. You can spend the rest of your life trying to, you know, please your mom and, and appease her opinion and, you know, always get her approval for every move that you make. You can hang out with people that you know are dragging you the fuck down. People that you know are talking shit about you behind your back. Because your self-worth is so low that you're unwilling to cut them out. That's not the game I want to play. I want to be successful. I want to make money. I want to change lives. I want to do a lot of good with my money. I want to give back to the community. And I'm not going to do that if I'm hanging out with negative people. So what do you do with negative people in your life? The short answer is to create distance. And that distance that you create, sometimes it's a big distance. It's a big gap. Sometimes it's a small gap. And it all depends on the level of relationship that you have with the person. I'm not going to permanently cut my, you know, somebody that's negative in my family out of my life just because I don't like talking to them. Family's family. But somebody that I've known since I was six years old, if you're going to drag me the fuck down, of course I'm going to cut you out. Strangers on social media that have nothing better to do than comment on my shit, I'm going to let you watch my shit. I'm not going to get triggered because you a sheep and I'm not. Don't let them in. You can keep yourself in a good place. You can keep yourself in a positive mindset. Nothing can fucking stop you. Guys, that's it. That's all. That brings us to the end of today's podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys got some value. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.